Hello and welcome to Is This a Safe Space? I'm your hostess with the mostest and fearless leader, Ashley. If you're new here, then there's three things that you should know about me. Recent widow, solo dolo mom, and badass bitch. Alright y'all, it's been a minute since we've talked. Come on in the room, grab a seat, grab a drink, and just kick back while I, um, well, I'll talk to you real quick, just real quick, real fast. I'm going to try not to hold you. So peep this, right? About six months ago, I sat down with myself and I asked myself, I said, self, myself said, what you want, girl? And I said, in six months, let's check back in and see where we are in our romantic life. And myself said, okay, girl. And the reason why I picked six months is because six months from the day that I made that decision was my 14th wedding anniversary, which was yesterday. For some reason, checking in to see what was happening in my romantic life on my wedding anniversary was important to me because, you know, I mean, a lot can happen in six months. And I don't think, I don't think that I was expecting to be dating. So no surprise that I'm not dating, (laughs) but I think that I thought that I would at least be talking to someone, um, a man romantically. Child, (laughs) what a difference six months makes. I, I, cause I never thought that I would be purposely not talking to a man in a romantic way but here I am um what I've come to find with this not talking to any of not talking to any men romantically what I've come to find is that the guys that I was talking to were not only worthy of my time but they were distractions and what they were distracting me from is me you know, also some of them, I know that I was not attracted to and I kind of was just using them. Ooh, that sounds so bad, but it's the truth. I was kind of just using them for the attention they were giving me. They were validating something for me. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that in a second though, but let me just, let me just go back. So they were, they were distractions. They were distracting me from me. My children get a lot of undivided attention from me because thankfully I'm able to run my business from home. If you're new here, I am a senior beauty consultant with Mary Kay. So I'm able to work my business from home. So, which is great because of COVID. So, um, the rest of my attention when I wasn't running my business and, you know, tending to my children was going to these, like one of these one or two guys that I was talking to and I wasn't being fair to myself because what I realized is that talking to these guys, I thought it was making me happy, but it wasn't. They, they weren't making me happy. All they were doing was just distracting me from the work that I needed to do on myself so it's been about a month since I decided to be single on purpose for the rest of the year um 
and I kind of, I, I kind of love it here. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's so nice to not have to worry about somebody else. Um, I've been able to connect with me again and think about what it is that I want to do with my life and how I'm gonna get there. And I've been able to focus more on, you know, my career goals, business goals. Um, just things that I know I wouldn't have been thinking about because I wouldn't have had the downtime to think about it because my downtime would have gone and was going to whatever man I was talking to at the time. So, um, and and since I decided to be purposely single, I feel like I, I got my, I feel like I have my power back. And because I have my power back, I've been getting back to like the good, the bad, and the ugly that makes me me. This is so this is kind of hard for me to admit because it's like low key embarrassing. But like when I'm talking to a guy, I give him the power, the power, not intentionally. I just somehow always end up giving the guy the power um I'm not I need to break down what I what I mean by that but uh, I guess like he's kind of calling the shots and I'm kind of just going with it like I'm on I'm I'm on his trajectory and I don't want to do that especially considering that I did that for majority of me and Joel's um, relationship. And it's not Joel's fault. I don't want anyone to think that like Joel was like a control freak or, you know, he, he, you know, he made me be submissive or anything like that. None of that, none of that was involved in me and Joel's relationship. But for the first few years of me and Joel's relationship, we were on his trajectory. Am I saying the right trajectory? Yes. <laughs> we were on his path. Like, you know, he wanted to um he he wanted us to live together. Okay, great. So we moved in together. <laughs> like and it's not that I didn't want it. It was just like I was waiting it was it was kind of all they these were his ideas and I was just like okay because I wanted to be with him and I loved him so I was just like okay um he wanted to go to you know Vegas go to culinary school in Vegas okay and he was like you know do you want to move to Vegas are you coming okay yeah I'm coming so we a lot of our a lot of the beginning of our relationship was you know doing what he wanted to do and I'm not saying I'm not saying that I didn't want to do it I'm saying that it was it was his idea like I wasn't saying what I wanted I wasn't saying um I wasn't I wasn't following my dreams and what I wanted to do because all I could think about is I want to be with, all I know is at that age, all I know is, is that I want to be with Joel and I'm willing to go wherever he wanted to go. 
You know what I'm saying? So I have a tendency to give my power (laughs) to the man that I'm talking to or the man that I'm with. So, and I don't want to do that anymore. So, but to not do that anymore, I have to get to the, I got to tap into like what's going on with me. So I've been on this, you know, what's going on with me and why I do that? Why is it that I so quickly give my power to the man that I'm with or the guy that I, or the man that I'm talking to, you know, I'm just like, oh, I don't care. I just want to be with you. I, I, it wasn't, I don't care. I just want to be with you with these, the, the guys that I've talked to since, since Joel passed because I didn't like them that much to be like, I don't care. I just want to be with you. But I was, the ball was always in their court. Well, it's whenever you're ready to go, whenever you're ready to go on a date, we'll go on a date, even though I'm not necessarily ready to date. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, everything was their idea. Like they, they pushed it. And I just kind of was like, oh, okay. And went along with it. So yeah. Um, So I have to, I really have to do the work to get to the bottom of why (laughs) I'm like that, why I so quickly just, you know, give the control over to, um, the guy. So I've been on this journey of self-love and discovery, and I didn't know that to really love yourself and really just who you are involves shadow work um shadow work is not for the weak (laughs) shadow work is not for the faint of heart shadow work is the the bad and the ugly of who you who you are it's the bad and the ugly um you know there are parts of you that you may know exist or either you don't know it exists. If you know it exists, you don't like to talk about it. Um, if you don't know it exists, then it, it, it's something worth tapping into and, and trying to figure out about yourself. So sh- the shadows of yourself live in your subconscious. And what people don't understand is that to truly love yourself... You have to embrace those shadows. And I know people hear shadows and they're like, that's dark. That's, you know, people equate darkness with evil and, you know, or malicious or, you know, vindictive or, you know, they they equate dark or shadow with bad. And it's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's kind of just something that you're not aware of. And it's not something that if you are aware of it, it's not really something that you want to admit. It might be, it could just be something embarrassing, not necessarily bad, but you could just be embarrassed by it. I mean, I'm embarrassed by some of my shadows. I don't, I've been embarrassed. I think I've known what my shadows are, um, or at least a couple of them for quite some time but I just kind of like tucked them back they would show themselves and I would just kind of like tuck them back and be like girl that's not true and um just keep it moving but you know some of my shadows are embarrassing but to truly but anyway but to truly love yourself and accept yourself 
you have to embrace those shadows. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, it's common sense, right? The only way to get rid of darkness is to turn on the lights. (laughs) So one of my shadows is needing a man's validation. And that is so embarrassing for me to say out loud to people (laughs) that are listening to me. Um, I don't know why I need men's validation. So I think looking hindsight is 2020, right? So looking back, okay, so after Joel passed away, about four or five months after Joel passed away, I joined a couple of dating sites. Now, before y'all judge me, I've said this before, before you hoes judge me, listen to what I'm saying and see if you can at least understand. Honestly, and even if you can't understand, I really don't care. You can go fuck yourself. But because I don't need your understanding. But just just see if you can like open up your mind a little bit and understand where I'm coming from. Because I know people I know there are people out there that think it's crazy that, you know, after four or five months, I was on dating sites. But here's the thing. I wasn't on the dating sites to date. Half of the reason I was on the dating sites is to see what kind of man I could attract because I don't No, I just wanted to see what caliber of man and what kind of man I could attract. After being with someone for 15 years and never dating as as an adult, you don't know who's going to be attracted to you because you spent 15 years not paying attention to the people who are attracted to you because you're married. So you don't know what's what's really going on in these streets like so I was curious so that's half the reason the other half of the reason is because I felt as though I needed a man's validation I needed a man to tell me that I am pretty that I am sexy and that I am desirable to believe that I was that I am those things And I think, I don't know for sure, but I think I've been this way for a long time. I can't tell you for sure that I've been this way for a long time because I was with Joel for 15 years. So I kind of always had a man telling me that I'm pretty and that I'm sexy and that I'm desirable. And I shouldn't even say always, but if I asked Joel, he would never, Joel wasn't very good on giving compliments, like just offhand. You would, I always had to ask him, which is embarrassing in and of itself, but I would have to be like, you know, do I look pretty? And he would be like, yeah, like, but I shouldn't have to ask. I shouldn't feel the need to ask my, my husband, not even my husband. I shouldn't feel the need to ask any man, any woman, any person, any child, if I look pretty or if, if I'm sexy or if I'm desirable, those are all things that I should be able to tell myself and believe them and not need anyone else to co-sign on that. So I'm sitting here telling y'all that for a long time, I felt this way, that I didn't feel that I didn't feel pretty 
didn't think I was pretty, sexy, or desirable unless a man was telling me. And what that manifested into is me overlooking serious flaws that men have because they're validating me. You know, a couple of the guys that I've talked to since Joel passed had some serious, like had like commitment issues, not that I was looking to commit, had commitment issues, mental health issues, emotional issues, anger issues, like, and all of that was just kind of coming out as we were talking. And what ended up happening is, is that I would either stop talking to them because I would just be like this, I would get bored and I would just be like, I don't feel like talking to them anymore. I'm just not going to talk to them anymore. I would just, they would, excuse me, what would happen was they would irritate me and I would block them. I wouldn't even tell them. Like, I'm done talking to you. I would, they would irritate me and I'd be like, eh, done. Or they would ghost me because I, you know, wouldn't be down whatever, with whatever shit they was trying to see if I was down with. I wouldn't be down. So they would ghost me or I would ghost them. Um, so, yeah, I was that manifested into me overlooking some serious flaws um, just because I liked hearing. I needed I felt as though I needed to hear from a man and not just any man had to be a man I was attracted to couldn't just be just any old man I needed to hear from a man that I was sexy and desirable and pretty and beautiful and da 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 um but do you think I like admitting that about myself hell no no that is embarrassing that is embarrassing to admit I don't like that about me I don't want to be one of those women But and comma, however, now that I've admitted it to myself out loud, I take my power back. I can work on this now. I turned on the light. I can embrace the shadow and and and, you know, start to notice when I seem to be I can I can now notice the pattern. You know what I'm saying? If I see a pattern starting where I'm like, hmm, where I think. Maybe I should reach out to such and such. I know that the only reason why I'm thinking maybe I should reach out to such and such is because I need, I feel as though I need some validation. But I don't. I don't need a va- I don't need validation from anyone to know that I'm pretty and that I'm sexy and that I'm beautiful and that I'm desirable. I don't need anyone to tell me that. I can tell myself that. I can tell myself that and I can believe it when I say it. Because let's be honest, most of these men out here are only saying it so they can get in your pants. Like, but and that's the thing. I was overlooking all, I was overlooking the other shit that they were telling me because they were validating me. And then what would happen was, is that I would finally take off the rose colored glasses and be like, oh, you're fucked up. <laughs> let me, let me out. You're irritating me. Actually, you know, I take that back. I wouldn't even take off the rose colored glasses. I would still have them on. They would just irritate me. And I wouldn't, and I, since I wasn't really ready to date, I would just be like, okay, well, let me just block them. Cause I don't feel like talking to them anymore. So just blocked. That's it. <laughs> so. But now, you know, I feel like I have power. So that was one of the, that is one of my shadows. 
And that is one of the reasons why I decided to be single on purpose for the rest of the year. I have work to do on myself, you know, and I don't need the distraction of um, some guy trying to holler at me. I, I, I just don't need, I don't need it. Um, it it's late. I mean, it's just, um, and, it, and it, it, it gets boring. And since I'm not really ready to date, it, it turns into nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what's the point? But I, you know, and I'll, and, and, and the main reason why I'm doing it is because I need, there's work that I want to do on myself and I cannot do this work if I am talking romantically to a man I can't do the work you know and I I just can't and I want to do the work as hard as it is and as difficult as some of this stuff is is as difficult as it is to admit some of these things to myself I need to do the work so that when I am ready to date I am aware of I'm aware of the patterns that I have and I can break these patterns and I cannot do some of the things that I did with the next man. Some of the things that I did with Joel with the next man, because I want, I want as much as I loved me and Joel's relationship up until like the last three months of his life because the, the last three months were really hard I don't want <laughs> I don't want my new relationship to be anything like the relationship that I had with Joel I shouldn't say anything like there are some things about me and Joel's relationship as far as like we didn't judge each other we accepted each other as we were we didn't try to change each other those things like those things are the things that I want I want to be the same in my next relationship but I'm talking about the stuff like me being on hit on his trajectory me just following behind you know what I'm saying just being like oh yeah we can do that all I I don't I don't care what we do as long as I'm with you I need to cut that shit out and I also need to cut out looking for a man's validation because for a lot of the time that me and Joel were in were together I did not feel pretty unless he told me I was and I would be like do I and then I would get mad at him because he wouldn't offer the pretty he wouldn't offer up the pretty I would have to ask like do I look pretty and he'd be like of course you look pretty and in my head I'm like okay nigga like well why couldn't you say that why I gotta ask I I tried I projected onto him and made it his problem now I'm angry with you because I had to ask you was I pretty I no I just made that his problem that's not his problem that's my problem why can't I just tell myself I'm pretty and leave it at that and you know fuck if Joel think I look pretty or not I feel pretty you know what I'm saying It's, it's 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 that stuff So while it is unfamiliar to not have a man's validation, considering I had a man's validation for 15 years, it's very freeing 
and liberating and powerful to recognize one of my quote unquote problems and then work on it. So like the hardest part of shadow work, it's like being an addict. The hardest part of shadow work is admitting that you have a problem. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's admitting that you have a problem. It's admitting that, you know, that this, that this is something that you need to work on. It's, you know, shadow works, shadow work helps you realize that life isn't just, ha- just isn't just happening to you. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like something that you're doing could be calling this to you. Do, do you get what I'm saying? It's like, here's the thing. Y'all know that I believe in like the universe and spirit guides and, and angels and, and, you know, psychics and mediums and tarot card readings and angel numbers and like all, all that, what do they call it? Woo woo. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> um, I believe, I believe in law of attraction and manifesting and visualizing. I believe in all that stuff. I believe in that stuff. Heavy. I rock with that shit real, real hard. So, let me tell you something. The universe wants to bless us. The universe wants to give us everything that we're asking for. So with that being said, if you feel like you're stuck in a loop of bad luck or bad circumstances, and these are things that you aren't consciously doing to put yourself in those situations, you need to take a deeper look at you. Because it could be your shadows. Your shadows live in the subconscious. It could be things that you are subconsciously calling to yourself. It really really could. I know it might sound a little crazy, but it could be things that you are subconsciously calling to yourself. I just, I, I promise you, if you do the work, it'll be worth it. Like, I mean, honestly, I bought a book that was about like awakening, awakening um, my inner goddess. (laughs) And it had like a little, it had like a little section on shadow work. And that's how I got started on my shadow work. But there's like, you Google it. I'm sure there's free things that you can find on like YouTube that could probably help you out. Um, I know that a lot of people do journal prompts. There are shadow, I'm sure if you like go on Pinterest, there are probably shadow work journal prompts. And it really helps, it'll help you get to know what's going on with you. What's going on with you. It'll help you, it'll help you get to know who you are. It'll help you get to know, it'll help you get figure out if you are subconsciously sabotaging yourself so it's worth it to do it so but once you admit out loud to yourself what your shadows are then that's when true love and acceptance starts to happen you know that that's when and it can only happen when you have accepted your shadows you cannot truly love yourself if you do not embrace all the parts of yourself you cannot truly accept yourself if you do not embrace all the parts of yourself I think people are so quick to act like they love themselves and love themselves and they haven't actually done the work 
it's really easy for me to be like, I love myself. I love, you know, cause I'm overweight. I love myself. I love my big arms. I love my big tummy. I love my big hips. You know, I love my thighs. All that That's easy. That's, that's easy. I'm talking about the real shit. I'm talking about loving the shit on the inside. I'm talking about the shit you don't like to talk about. I'm talking about the shit you don't let nobody see. I'm talking about the shit you act like don't exist. I'm talking about loving yourself through that shit. The real shit, the ugly, the bad, the dark. That's what I'm talking about. Until you can embrace that, and I mean wrap your arms around it wholeheartedly, you do not love yourself. There's no way you could because you're not accepting yourself. Not all of you anyway. Anyway, let me, um, before I end the episode, I'll tell you another one of my shadows really quickly. And I'm sure I can almost guarantee that there are some women and probably some men that um, have this shadow. Um, another one of my shadows is a fear of emotional abandonment. And that shadow stems from how I grew up. I grew up with an emotionally unavailable parent. The fear of emotional abandonment turned into me subconsciously. Again, I say subconsciously because that's where our shadows live. The fear of emotional abandonment turned into me subconsciously attracting emotionally unavailable men. I love Joel with my whole heart, but he was emotionally unavailable. I'm just saying. And the the guys that I've talked to since he's passed away are also emotionally unavailable. Which is why I'm doing this work. I'm trying to tell y'all this shit is not easy. But it's going to be worth it because my next man is going to be top tier, okay? Because I've done the work on myself and I can't wait. I mean, my next man is just going to be chef's kiss, okay? But anyway, so the fear of emotional abandonment turned into me subconsciously attracting emotionally unavailable men. Why would I do that to myself if I have a fear of emotional abandonment? Well, I'll tell you why. I couldn't fix my parent that was emotionally unavailable. So I figured I could fix, if I could fix this boy or fix this man, then he would give me the love that I missed out on as a kid. And we would just skip off into the sunset. Do you know how embarrassing that was to admit to myself? I've known it for a few months now. I'm just now sharing it with y'all. I've known it for a few months. No woman would want to admit to herself that she's attracted or that she's subconsciously attracting emotionally unavailable men and or women because why would you set yourself up like that? Nobody would consciously set themselves up like that. That's why you got to get to the root of it. You have to figure out what your shadows are so you can stop the patterns in your life. And honestly, I remember the moment that I decided that I needed to figure out why I was attracting emotionally unavailable men when that isn't what I want. The moment that I knew that I need to figure it out is I was crying in therapy and I was crying to my therapist, why does this keep happening to me? Do I have a sign on me somewhere that says, you know, that, that do, what am I doing that's attracting emotionally unavailable men? Like I, this is not what I want. So why is this what I keep getting? 
from you know the guys that were trying to talk to me on dating sites like why do I keep getting this if this is not what I want and my therapist said it's probably not something that you're doing consciously and I was just like what and that's that I remember that moment and being like let me because I'd heard about shadow work before that and I was like huh and I had known that shadow work was about you know, tapping into your subconscious to try and figure out, you know, like what, what was, what drives you or what is some, what are some of the things that drive you? And uh, yeah, it, it, I, oh man, when I tell you that I have almost given up on shadow work so many times because the shit is it's kind of scary like I know I said like don't like embrace it and like it it, it, it and, and I don't know if I said don't be scared I think I just said that it's 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 hard but it's worth it and I know that a lot of people won't want to do it because it's hard but I'm glad that I've been doing it because I've just been able to admit some things that are just kind of ugly to myself and like I really just do need to work on work on this stuff because now that I know that I might be that I'm probably that now that I know that I'm sitting here saying probably or that I might be I definitely am (laughs) now that I know that I am subconsciously attracting um, emotionally unavailable men I can then Accept the fact that I'm like that. Accept the fact that that's what I'm doing. But I can bring that into my conscious. And that means I can stop it. <laughs> that means I can stop it. That means I can stop this pattern. That means that I won't be attracting this caliber of, of man or men anymore. So I'm just, it's, it, it's, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. You know. It, yeah, um, it's it's worth it. It's it's hard. You probably will cry because I'm a crier, so maybe you won't. If you're not a crier, you might not. But I definitely, I definitely cried. I cried when I finally realized that subconsciously I don't feel pretty or beautiful unless I have a man's attention, um, unless a man is telling me that I'm pretty or beautiful and sexy and stuff like that. I cried when I realized that and I cried when I realized that I'm attracting I still at my big ass age I'm still attracting emotionally unavailable men because I'm still trying to fix something in them that I couldn't fix when I was a kid um yeah I cried because this is all shit this is all shit that I thought I had let go You know what I'm saying? Like the parent, my parent that was emotionally unavailable, we get along now. You know what I'm saying? We've sat down and had a conversation. You know, they apologized. I apologized. Like, you know, we we're good. So because of that, I did it because, you know, we cleared we cleared the air and everything's been cool. I thought that I was over it. Like I thought. I just thought I I thought I was good but judging off the kind of men that have hit on me since Joel passed 
I got work. I got, I have more work to do for sure, but I'm very glad I'm doing it because now at the first sign of, um, uh, emotional unavailability, I can run for the hills and now I know I can stop myself from saying, I, now I know, now I know why I need men's validation, why I feel I need men's validation. And when I feel myself seeking it, I can stop myself and be like, nope, you don't need that. You do not need that. You're beautiful. You don't need a man to tell you you're beautiful. You're pretty. You don't need a man to tell you. You don't need anybody to tell you you're pretty. You know you're pretty. And that is all that fucking matters. So I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, I'm sure I got some more shadows. I will continue to do shadow work. Matter of fact, it's so funny. And that's how I know that this was like, what is that word? Serendipity. That's how I know that the universe wanted me to post a podcast about this because I wrote the script out for this podcast. And then I was on Twitter and one of the um, tarot card readers slash astrologers that I follow posted, who wants to do shadow work with me? You know, one one journal prompt every week for shadow work. And I was like, that's probably me writing this script out about shadow work and then seeing her say something about shadow work made me go, hmm, maybe I need to work on some more, more shadows. So maybe I need to work on some more shadows and I definitely need to post this podcast about shadow work. So that's all I got. Ain't got no more. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys got something from it. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.